0: hey you ready are you sure all right let's go Hey, welcome everyone. This is your host, True Essence, and we're back for another episode of Prudes Need Not Apply. Today's show, we're going to be talking about the letdown. Um, What happens when you walk away from a love that maybe you still have feelings for, or Uh, don't necessarily want to leave but feel that you have to to either save your peace your sanity or things just aren't working right you know sometimes we we pray for something and wish for something and we really want something to happen and then when we get it after a while we get to a point in the relationship where things don't seem to be lining up and in a way of whether it's Uh, communication, affection, or sex, or whatever it is, we just tend to be missing the mark. And those are the trying times in relationships where people have to decide, do we work this out or do we move on? Unfortunately, many relationships, one of the parties usually decide, I can't go on and then have to pull away. That's not always a bad thing, but at the time, it sure doesn't feel like a good thing. So what happens and how do you cope with having to walk away from someone that you may still love, but you know isn't good for you, or you just don't see a future in the relationship? So stick with us and we'll get into it. Today I wanted to dive into the topic of the letdown. Um, When you have to walk away from a love, you know, or a relationship where you thought and you prayed and you wished that it would be something lasting, longing and fulfilling, but you get to certain areas in the relationship and you start to get the signs that maybe this isn't for me, you know. Um, some people realize that sooner than later, but some people get so intertwined in the relationship and intermingled, and you know the relationship starts to become fused to them, a part of them, and it's hard to separate that uh, yourself from a relationship, especially if it's something that you really wanted, and especially if it's something that you still want, but you know that it isn't good for you. Um, Sometimes we love the people. We just don't like what they do. Um, Sometimes we don't like ourselves in a relationship because we've changed so drastically that um, we lose ourselves. And all of these are very understandable because nothing stays the same. And that's that's a big part of the letdown. A big part of the letdown is the fact that we go into a situation loving the beginning and loving um, the potential. But when things start to change, whether it changes just for a short time or for an extended time, we, we tend to um, have a reaction to that, you know? One that feels like it'll never be good again or why is this more challenging than I thought it would be? And one thing I've learned as I've gotten more mature is that I tell people up front I am not an easy person. I am complicated, not in a bad way, but it it depends on what you consider good or bad. Um, I am not someone who is not without inquiry, curiosity. Someone who wants the best for the situation and the relationship, but I am not opposed to change and the need for change. So that means, for me, it may take me a moment, but if I know I have to walk away from something, I know that it has to be done, then I can do it. The thing about me, and a lot of people that I've talked to, is that we know that a change is going to come. We know it's coming, we feel it coming. Um, we haven't made the, the step yet, but we know it's happening. And once you know, it's just a matter of time. So how do you get to that point when you started off so good? You know, you started off really well. And um, even in platonic relationships, you know, you have girlfriends or, um, you know, male friends that, or guy friends, I don't want to say, women friends and men friends. Um You have uh, those types of relationships where you found someone who you thought was a kindred spirit, you all shared so many likes, you got each other's humor, and then throughout the chorus, someone made you mad, or someone disappointed you, or someone did something wrong. Sometimes a letdown is not that they are different from you, but how different they are from you, and whether or not you can come back from that or forgive, you know, a lot of relationships sustain and survive because of the power of forgiveness. And But some are, uh, some of the relationships actually hit a downfall because of that same loyalty and that same forgiveness. And that's something, be mindful folks. Your level of loyalty and forgiveness can keep you in bondage. I'm gonna say that again. Your level of loyalty And forgiveness can keep you in bondage. We have this thing about loyalty means um, accepting anything that comes with um, the territory of relationships and um, friendships. And that's so not true. You know, a lot of people say, I don't want to be selfish, so I'll just be loyal. And that's how that person is. I have to accept them if I love them. No, no, no. You have to accept people for who they are, but you don't have to let people run over you. You don't have to let people make you feel bad. And you don't have to let people put you in a place of harm, Um, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, psychological, any of that. You don't have to do that. Um, But I think we... We look at taking care of ourselves as a betrayal of the other person or betrayal to the other person. If I'm selfish, then I'm, that's showing that I'm not as dedicated to them. No, <laughs> it's a give and take. Um, again, the one of the biggest letdowns is when you get in a relationship and you realize that they're not they're not riding for you like you're riding for them. I just want to dive into some of that today because it's important that people know that um, some shit is our fault. <laughs> some shit we deal with, some of the breakups and some of the disappointments, it's totally our fault. But not everything, we ha- we don't have to blame ourselves for everything because there's a season for all things. I, I don't, okay, between you and I, in the walls in the room I'm in, I am not a believer that there is one person made for each person in the world. Some people say you only have one person. Finding that one. Finding that one. That mentality is the thing that causes the most disappointment in my eyes. Because when you think you found that one, and that one turns out not to be that one, you end up disappointed, feeling like if he wasn't the one or if she wasn't the one, if they weren't the one, then apparently there's nobody for me because I was sure that person is the one. I look at it as they're one of many potentials, <laughs> so um for me, if it doesn't work out with one, I'm like, all right, next up, let's see what let's see what this one's gonna bring you know, um. But it's all about perspective, folks. It's all about perspective. Um, I'll share a little bit about some disappointments that I've had and some disappointments a few of my friends have had. And it's upsetting. You know, it is really upsetting to feel this aching, gnawing love at your heart. Like you feel like you're getting pricked. Per, you know, 100 times per second um, in your heart when you feel like you have to pull away from someone and say no, because I tell you, some of the most difficult times, the walk away, the letdown, you know, that begins with walking away. Walking away isn't the hardest part. A lot of people think taking the first steps to walk away from a relationship or a friendship is the hardest part. No. <laughs> the hardest part is when you are on your own after the relationship and you remember the good things that you shared with each other. And those moments are some of the moments that have people going back and people saying, I I enjoyed that part. I wish I had that back. And just for a moment, you lose your senses and say... Um, Maybe we can try again, or maybe we can just be friends, and take it—you know—take it from me that never that never works, because if you've moved on, um, just think that all of the bad qualities that made the relationship end in the first place, they never were resolved. You just ended the relationship, and even though you may have done some self healing on the way, um, who's to say the other person didn't? You know, who's to say that they haven't gotten worse? Or who's to say you haven't gotten worse? <laughs> you know, because even if you improve yourself, that may be a contradiction to or a conflict with um, your previous relationship. So even though you feel like you're better, it may actually be worse for you to to try to rekindle something because you've changed. Um, so um, unless you're changing together, it's hard to sync back up with someone after you've split apart because each one of you have changed in a way that the change had nothing to do with the other. It wasn't influenced by the other, it wasn't, you know, supported by the other. So it's hard to um, try to rekindle something after you've been apart because then things are even more magnified when uh, you realize that, hmm, I love this person but I'm striving for this now and they haven't made a move or they're going in the opposite direction and I can't get down with that. So I love you. I love you, but Godspeed. I wish you well. I really want to say that, um, It's hard to maneuver your emotions during the letdown because everything is so raw. Everything is so, um, everything is piercing, I'll say that. Um, And it does not matter. Like a lot of people think that there there are certain levels of Reasons that people walk away that are greater than others, and you know, some people hurt more than others. Let me tell you something your breakup is no more painful than someone else's breakup is to them. So, whether you found out that your husband or your boyfriend was fucking somebody else, or whether you found out that your girlfriend, um, didn't tell you the truth about something that devastation is very individual it's very in, you know independent of whatever good may have happened and it it strikes you as like ultimate betrayal some people say okay they're human i can i can forgive that i just won't trust them anymore let me tell you something <sighs> you the worst thing to do is to tell somebody i love you I forgive you, and then to go on with the relationship, but say, I don't trust you. If you don't trust the person, the relationship, the moment you stop trusting someone in the relationship, is doomed. Um, and a lot of people say you have to rebuild the trust. Um, yeah, but that, t- that takes a lot of work. Again, not totally unattainable but a lot of people hold on to hurt. And some people say, I, I forgive you for doing what you did, but I don't trust you. So what that means is for many people, I don't trust you, but I'm going to keep my eye on you. I'm going to trust you, but I'm going to ask you every minute what's happening, what you're doing, where you're going, what's happening. And um, that's no way to live. That's no way to live for yourself. It's certainly not a way to live in a relationship with someone. But the hardest part for many people is the moments after. Like I said before, the moments after you walk away, and for a while, you may be like, "Ha, huh, I'm over this, I'm over it. It's good, I'm by myself, I'm loving this, I can do what I want, I can go where I want, I can date who I want. And then something happens during that time. You see or you hear something that the two of you shared in common. There is something about a, a show. Like for me, when I broke up with my ex, um, sorry, those are my keys. When I broke up with my ex, um, about five years ago. Um, I He and I had a lot of things that we talked about and shared. And um, it was, you know, we had a friendship. So it wasn't just, I met this dude, we got together, decided to be in a relationship, boom, it was over. We had time. You know, we had uh, many years that we had known each other before we even embarked on anything romantic. So... For me, I invested more in that than anything instead of in who he was and in who I was. I'm not gonna say I was innocent. Well, I am innocent. I'm always innocent. And don't you all forget that. But I'm not going to say that our relationship was not without challenges that were my responsibility. Um, but I was, I weighed, put more weight on our relationship. And our friendship than I did our ability to be compatible based on our experiences. And um, and we tried, you know, we left each other, we broke up, he broke up with me. When we went back, we started to be friends again and throughout all of these obstacles. And then the last, the last time when I was like, I can't do this anymore was um, months before we broke up, I was grieving heavily um, I don't know if he knew this, but I would, because I, I wasn't seeing him often. So I would cry and I would, and not like, oh, I want to see him, mm, boo hoo. No, I would like have these gut wrenching, like like I was getting kicked in my chest because what was happening is the pain I knew I would have experienced from just breaking up with him. I was being prepared. I was missing him, and this is not the first time in my life that I grieved someone before the separation happened, and I couldn't understand why. I grieved our separation not knowing that it was going to be the end of our relationship. I just felt that something big is going to happen. I don't know when, but I know this is preparing me for it. So through that time it, our communication became less and less more challenged you know and even though all i wanted to do was spend time with him there were a few times where he kind of you know had an attitude with me because i wanted to spend more time with him and i remember that was the same issue when we broke up the first time and when we went through a uh, lack of communication then the second time around I knew what was happening. So I was like, okay, I I see what's happening. So I went into the, you know, that situation prepared. Like the day we broke up, we actually had a really great day. We went out to the movies. We went to lunch. We, you know, we spent the day together. And it was a beautiful time. And, but I noticed that he was kind of looking at me strange. And he wasn't really you know, engaging. So, at the end of the day, um I found some news out that I didn't really like. But it didn't shock me. It was the type of news that <laughs> that let, that put the, you know, the nail in the coffin where you say, "Ah, this is what I've been waiting for." You know, um, one of my cousins actually (laughs) asked me beforehand, well, um, why don't you just break up with him now? And I said, because I don't have proof. (laughs) I was like, I would look foolish if I just said, I want to break up with you. And he was like, well, why? And I was like, I don't know, but I want to break up with you. Um, And people do that. But I just, um, I told her, I said, I don't know. I just feel like there's something happening in the background that I'm not privy to that is going to reveal itself to me. And it did, and when it did happen, I was able, I was angry, but I was so calm, it was scary. I I was able to contact him and say, I have your, you know, some stuff for, for you, and after I give it to you, I don't want to see you again. hey everybody this is true essence and welcome back to prudes need not apply um we're going to be talking to mr logan he's uh back he was in one of our other segments called the commute truths um where we went around the city in the car (laughs) and just talked you know nothing major no big setup or anything like that. So, um I was able to visit him at his home. So, that's kind of why you hear the funky acoustic sound in the background, but um yeah, we had a great time talking. So, I was able to ask him a few questions about um how it feels to, you know, walk away from a relationship or feel like a relationship is coming to a close and what happens in that respect. So, he was able to share with me. So, here is Mr. Logan on uh proofs need not apply. The lack Let's go. Hey Mr. Logan, what's up? What's going on okay? This is a part of our commute truth, the at home edition. <laughs> so um our topic on this particular show is the letdown, walking away from love or feeling like you have to force yourself to walk away from a love that you actually may, you don't have to hate them or be angry at them, but it's, it feels like the time is right and the work relationship is just not working out in some way. But for you, tell me about a time where, um, tell me about a time where you had to walk away from either a friendship or a romantic relationship where you... You didn't feel like you were being heard, where the communication was not what you wanted it to be.
1: Oh. I don't know. A lot of my <clears throat> relationships, I think I'm always heard communication go. It just may be um, bad timing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, you know, I used to work at night, so couldn't, and didn't sync up. couldn't um, <clears throat> do a lot of stuff in the daytime. So that takes a lot of, or it puts a lot of stress on a relationship. So, you know, you get the backlash from it from your partner and sometimes you just have to go, look, we have to sit down and discuss what's going on or, you know, I'm feeling like a lot of tension and it's not working. Okay.
0: So, I mean, in a case like that, where is it what, that you didn't want to communicate or you just didn't manage to sync up together to communicate effectively? Because sometimes you want, you may, the problem with a lot of relationships is ineffective communication. They're communicating something, but it's just not helping the relationship go in the direction that you think you may want it to. And does does the fact that you sometimes people are sub, I guess subconsciously trying to pull away anyway that they're not putting their whole heart into communicating to save the relationship just communicating to tell how you feel so uh, did you ever feel that way? yeah I got you <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I want you to know how I feel not to fix anything but just so you know how I feel so has that been an issue for you? In the past?
1: Uh, yes most definitely uh, one relationship that I had um, It was was communicated, but I misunderstood it. Mm. You know, sometimes you may, or initially that person was doing something to push me away. Okay. And instead of just coming out saying, you know, I'm not happy, it's not not working out, it was, um, they did something to push me out of the relationship. And, you know, that's when I got the oh, uh, Okay, I, it's, it's it's coming to a close. Okay. And haven't come out and said it. So I got to the point where I said, Look, you know, we need to sit down. And I'm an outside person. Mhm. So you know, sat
0: outside, lit the fire. Trying to get in your,
1: get
0: in your, <laughs> your to get in your environment like, so <laughs> you use it to your benefit. But I mean, that's that's cool. I think that um a lot of people. A lot of people have a strange way of trying to exit a situation they're uncomfortable with or they don't like. So they create the conditions for the other person to step away. Did you feel that way? I mean, was that like the situation? They, did you feel like they didn't want to be in it anymore? So they created the, the trail of breadcrumbs to make you go, I don't want this either. Basically. Oh, really?
1: Basically, yeah. Wow. So, so once, once I picked them up, I went okay i got it so i i said i set it up mm-hmm. came home and like i said i lit that fire and i was like yeah I, I see what's going on and i understand i misinterpreted what you were trying to tell me and so now that i can sit here and
0: mm-hmm. i got the whole loaf of bread now <laughs> 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 a of self, a damn bubble. Um, I mean, that, how did you feel about that? Like, what was the disappointment factor in the fact that you had to end something that at one point was really important? Did you really love this person? You invested time, energy, and emotions into, and resources. You know, we all have resources. We invest. But how did it feel to have to walk away from it? And did you feel any type of disappointment to the point where you're like, oh, this isn't work? Is it, you know, did you blame yourself at any point? How was that feeling for you?
1: Uh, the disappointment was there. It's always going to be there in the close of a relationship. So, um, you know, <clears throat> the loss of time, you know, I haven't had a lot of relationships that lasted past that year. Oh, really? So, you know, once you get to that, that inner close to that year, something that years coming up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going, okay, I really haven't lost a whole bunch of time. Okay. You know, but I do feel like disappointment because I see, you know, it's it's not working out. Yeah. So if it's not working out, we, you know, there's no sense of fighting. We just just let it go. Yeah, and
0: I've you know I've had that experience as well. Um, uh, I always kind of default to my relationship, with my ex, only because he was my only real official relationship. He was the only one I dealt with in that way everybody else can kind of been like date here maybe a few days and then we're done Um, but you when you first go into a relationship with someone or with this person that you're referring to now what were your hopes did you have like a long term vision of we're gonna be together or or did you just say I'm gonna just ride this out to see how far it goes
1: No, with, with me I'm always I need to learn you okay you know, you know, and it's, it's going to take time. You really are never going to fully learn anybody, you the know, first six weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the first night. You need
0: some time. Man. Yeah. So
1: even, like I say, even if a year goes past, that's, that's really a small amount of time. Yeah. Like I said, that was always in my breakups.
0: Oh, that's Once terrible. I got to that clear, yeah. So we're gonna give you a year and say that that's your. That's
1: it.
0: <laughs> so Damn. If I get past that year. So anybody that you go into, we're just gonna be like this. Hey, um, you got a year at this, and then we'll take it from there. No, no, I, I, <laughs> I know. I'm
1: in a head that is supposed to work out to the full. Right. You know, but like I say, it it for me, it was always a year. And you, for me, I, I started feeling a little, well, picking up them little bread crumbs. Yeah. And like I say, I would always set, set it up, put that fire up, and um, go ahead and go, you know, let's sit down and, and listen to each other and, you know, be honest, um, not to try to miscommunicate, but we, we're going in different paths. Okay.
0: you're listening to prudes need not apply with your host true essence Hey everybody, this is True Essence, and I can't wait for you guys to join us for our next episode of Prudes Need Not Apply. Here's what's coming up. part two of the letdown coming up on Proves Need Not Apply. And part 2 we'll go more into story time, which is my personal story of my relationship with my ex. Um, No real big details or anything, but just the overall feeling of being let down by not only him, but me feeling like I let myself down a little. Um, And the feelings you go through and emotions you go through when you're dealing with um, a relationship that you feel should have been successful or should have been one thing or should have been another thing. And then it comes down to it and you have to walk away from someone you love. Or... How about if they have to walk away from you? You know, we get in our feelings about, you know, breakups and things like that. But in the moment, it's hard to feel rationally because we're feeling and that's, um, that can be, you know, hard to handle, but sometimes the other person has to walk away too. So we'll get into that idea of, you know, how to manage those emotions and feelings and come back and share with us what your opinions are. Have you all had stories where you broke up with someone that you at the time you felt you had to, but you didn't necessarily really want to walk away, but you felt you had to do that. So come back and join us for part two of the letdown on proofs need not apply. I'll see you there. For those who uh, are going through, it's okay. This needs to happen because this is challenging you to either step up and want better for yourself or to reevaluate certain things about yourself that may have been reasons why, um, not reasons why you broke up, but contributing factors. You know, there are contributing factors. Um, you can't make somebody else do anything but sometimes what we do could be influenced by some of our behaviors and I don't blame myself for my ex in anything that he did because he's a grown-ass man and he makes those determinations himself what he wants to do but I look at the fact that some people will claim that they do certain things because something is lacking and for me the first thing The first thing that I noticed when I broke up with my ex was that, um, we talked about affection. We talked about level of affection. And he made a comment, said that I never wanted him to touch me in public. And I was like, that's not true, (laughs) you know, that's not true. and I started to realize that it not it wasn't necessarily that I didn't want him to touch me in public or kiss me or hold my hand or hug me or whatever, or hit my butt because apparently grob you know groping people is a part of his his uh, m o um it was that I was not an overly affectionate person period you know um I didn't grow up that way. I didn't grow up saying I love you. So I didn't really say him. I didn't say I love you to him a lot. He told me all the time. And I would say I love you to him, but I never, for me, I I have to mean it. And um, it just wasn't something. It doesn't roll off my tongue (laughs) easily. Um, For him, he would say it to every family member when he got off the phone, when he, you know, he had kids that, you know, he would talk to. I love you. Um, I didn't have that. I would just be like, hey, that's the extent of my love, <laughs> you know. Um, but I really wanted him to be aware that I was aware that I wasn't as affectionate and I wasn't as, you know, inviting When it comes to affection. So, in my, you know, follow-up relationships, um, I tried to be a little more affectionate. And it takes some challenging. (laughs) It's challenging. But that's the thing. When we broke up, I knew the shit he did. I didn't know all of it because I'm pretty sure it's stuff that I will never know he did. Um, But I know where I needed to work, what I needed to work on for myself so that, you know, um, the next relationship can have a fighting chance. It's not just about being honest with each other. It's about being honest with our comfort level with certain things. And for me, I, I think I talked to my ex about, you know, things I was comfortable and uncomfortable about, but sometimes when a person is uncomfortable in an area where we find comfort, um, we don't know how to bridge that gap with them. And I think that's what happened with us. Um, and because he's so, in his own words, he's he's n- no, non-conflict. He doesn't like to com- have conflict. Um, he doesn't address the issues head on. Whereas I'm like, in your face, let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm in your face like, um, this is an issue. We need to talk about this so that we can find some resolution and move on and be happier. Um, so I don't know what to say, folks. But um we're gonna take a break because we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> and um, yeah. The letdown man. Oh my gosh, it's just devastating Um, but let me tell you in your devastation it's growth oh my god find those areas where you can grow from this Um, it doesn't have to be devastating I think we the devastation comes from the idea that something was supposed to be something else Um, I'm devastated because I loved him I'm, I'm, I'm not devastated that I loved him. I'm devastated that the love was not reciprocated. Ask yourself the questions. What's what's wrong? Why, why are you feeling this way? I'm devastated because I wanted so much for this to work and it didn't. I'm devastated because I feel like a failure because people will look at me as a failure because I couldn't keep a relationship or we couldn't keep a relationship. Never, 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 never blame only yourself for anything. Um, because, you know, they're contributing factors that we, you know, for most people. There are some relationships where it's just one motherfucker's fault. All of it. <laughs> but, um, and I don't want you to feel like you have to search for something to be your fault. You don't. But most of the time, for many people, it's something that we could have done differently. Um Not that it would change anyone else's actions, but it would help us be secure in how we were in a relationship. If I feel like I was a good girlfriend, and I can go back and look at things and say, yeah, I was, I did all that I could, earthly possible, to make this relationship work. So when I walk away from it, I feel okay. You know, I'm hurting, but I feel okay. that it's the right choice. So, yeah. It's a motherfucker, man. It's a motherfucker. Um, and we'll get back in a moment and we'll talk about some of the things that for some people can cause the break up. And you may not know because they're not telling you. But we'll we'll talk about that in a sec. You're listening to Proves Need Not Apply. a question you want to ask maybe a story you want to share or maybe just a suggestion for one of our next shows feel free to reach out to us at contact at t-e-l-a-h-t-r-u-e-n-t.com that's contact at tlatruant.com let's get your stories on the air we can't wait to hear from you And we're excited to hear some of your spicy stories. So share with us. We're looking forward to it. Thank you guys for sticking with me this time. This was a pretty long discussion and I'm grateful that you were able to spend some time with me and hear some stories about just being let down by disappointing choices or disappointing um, thoughts of relationships and, and how one thing looks amazing and then after you go through it for a little while, it, it, you find out that it's not the best situation for you. So um, while we end this episode, I just want to give you guys just a moment with me to breathe and think about those moments where you had to stop yourself and say, As much as I want this or love this or think this is great something is not feeling right and I have to change course at the fear of failing sometimes we have to change course and it's not until you change the course and go down the road a little more that you realize it was the best decision you've made for yourself or that someone else making the decision to walk away turned out to be just as good for you as it was for them. So in these moments, we're just going to breathe. We're going to take a moment to pause. We move so fast in the world today that we rarely pause to just say, I'm here. I'm here. And as long as I'm here, Things can be good, things can get better, things won't always be perfect, but you have active life in you to be who you want to be, say what you want to say, go where you want to go, and love who you want to love, so we just want to inhale energy, and exhale, Disappointments. And we want to inhale possibility. And we want to exhale the letdowns. When you have a letdown, you have to let it go as well. Because if you hold on to it, you feel like you're in a perpetual cycle of being let down. And that's no way to be. So, my friends, Thank you so much for being with me today, and thank you for taking a pause to breathe. And I hope that this helps you just stop and recalibrate just for a few minutes to make sure that when you go away from this this um, podcast, you'll feel better. You'll think with more clarity. Or if you're still in the throes of grieving a loss, you'll know that you can come out of it with flying colors and that all parties involved, whether it was a bad breakup or a good breakup, that life can go on and be beautiful. You know, sometimes we get angry at people and we because we love them and we're just upset at the situation and mad that they disappointed us in a certain way. Um, But you can release that as well. It takes time. Give yourself that time, as I said before. So as we depart, know that the universe has a way of bringing exactly what you need right to your doorstep. You don't even have to go look for it. It comes to you. my friends I hope this message meant something and I hope it made you feel a certain way and made you feel like you can be okay after a breakup so with that I'm going to bid you a good day and I hope you have a wonderful day whenever you listen to this a wonderful evening a wonderful weekend and come back next week so we can finish the conversation and really decompress and really exhale The frustrations of the history of our breakups and our disappointments. So take time to love yourself today and know that I love you too. You've listened to Proves Need Not Apply. Have a wonderful time. Bye.